Let's encourage our Father the more. Father God will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you're happy to be in God's presence, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's keep you on our feet. As we give God this, as we give God thanks. Let's thank him. Let's give him all the glory. Let's glorify his name. Let's thank him for his mercy. Let's thank him because his mercy endures forever. Let's appreciate this God because he's the one that provides all that we have. Let's thank him because he's our protector. Let's thank him because he's our provider. Let's thank him because he has decided again to visit us in this place. Because nobody appeared before him and he turned the same way. Let's give him all the glory. Father, in Jesus, mighty name, let's quickly say this prayer. Let's say, Father, as I've come before this morning, I never return the same way again. Father, face it, my challenges. This is my challenges today. Father, visit my challenges. Turn them to testimonies. Turn them to testimony. All my challenges. Turn and unknown. Father, near. Father, visit me today. Face my challenges. And turn them to testimony. Father, Today, we are going to another important topic the Lord has given to us. The power of dedication. The power of dedication. What is dedication? It is called commitment when you are committed to a cause. The power of dedication. When, what is the cause that God has put in your hand? How committed are you towards it? Bible liking the kingdom to the mustard seed. That is planted. Though it's the smallest of the seed. Bible says when it has grown and become a tree. Bears of the skies will come and hide under a shade. That is the power of dedication. How dedicated are you? Our anchor scripture, Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. Talked about it to be parable of the talent. The parable of the talent. Our God committed the talent, some talent to some people. We found three sets of 
three people are committed, talent were committed to their hands. But two came with a positive result. One came with a negative result. What is the difference? What is the difference between them? It is commitment and dedication. How dedicated are you towards that what God has committed to you? Do you just look at it as if it is nothing? Like that man that was given one talent. He looked at it, this talent probably is too small. And he went and hid it. And he refused to make use of it. And he has forgotten the, the power that lies in dedication. The power that lies in commitment to what God has put in your hands. How committed are you? That little thing that God has committed into your hands. It can become a mighty tree. If you are committed to it. If you are committed to that little thing God has put in your hands. Even though it might be very little at the mustard seed. But it can take you places. By Proverbs 22 verse 19. Proverbs 22 verse 29. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 29. Bible says, See a man diligent in his work. He shall not be among me men. He shall be among kings. How diligent are you towards that your work? Even though that's your little work. No matter how little that work might be. God can take you places with it. How committed are you? God said, I should tell you a story. I was, God directed me to come to this Abule Roko. I was living at Abebe before. Very close to the local government. God, God said, I should move to this side. And for three years, I was distracted. In this Abule Roko, I was doing all sorts of things, moving with all sorts of voice, drinking beer, drinking playing ninja bed. In this same Abule Roko. Now the service is here, Mabule Roku. For three years, I refused to, I refused to act into what God has me to do. I was just playing in this Mabule Roku. Until one day, I, I came to myself. And as I, there was there's a reason God said I should come to this Mabule Roku. 
Is it to be playing with all the uh, bully boys and be doing all kinds of problems? The friend that both of us we are playing up and down. The devil is a wicked person. The guy that we are that we are that are, both of us we are moving together. They know us very well in this Abule. If I call the name of the guy, most of the guys there, they know him. They call, they call, they call him the law. The devil is a wicked person. The devil ensure that he continue to finance our playing up and down. He ensure that we we have money supplied to us so that we can be drinking beer all over Abule Roku. If the guy will be, we will sit on, we will sit in beer power like this. Before the money will finish, we will check the Baba Jabu results he played. The number has won. They, where we are sitting, they will go and collect money from Songo and bring money, and bring more money. So that we will continue to be drinking. We drink every day, not even. That beer parlor that closed down, they call it JB. JB, they know that that hotel, that beer parlor there. We are going there every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Not because the money, this money kept kept coming. The guy was used to play Baba Jebu. He, will, he used to win almost every day. For two years, we are winning Baba Jeba and been drinking every day. And the one that say, ah, what am I doing? Is it why I came to this Abule to be drinking up and down? I say I'm no longer following this guy again. I stopped following him. And I became committed to the, to, to the work of God. I became committed to the work God assigned to me. Bible says, how dedicated are you to God? What God has committed to your hands. Because that thing can turn big. Even at that spot, the same spot, it was very small. It can turn very big. It's the same last bus stop here, not far away, the same vicinity here. Is this same our area here? This our street self, the north. Even this our last bus stop, they know us very well. And as I became very committed in my assignment, and I became committed, even my little house fellowship then, and the same God saw that I have become committed in that assignment. He brought me here to come and become pastor in this place again, in the same area, in the same place. All these streets, they know us very well. This, we are not even this this area. That man that used to sell beer parlor, that market, in this, we know us very well. 
That place they build church. They build that CLC and that church is where she was before. She knows very well. It's not it's not stories. This is my ability to stop. I committed are you to the to the assignment God has given to you. Because it can turn big even in the same spot you it was very small. It can turn very big if you are committed to it. God will come open our eyes the more in the mighty name of Jesus. Say how dedicated are you to the assignment God has put in your hands? It can be very small. You may think it's very small. God, God, if you are dedicated in it, God will make it very big for you. You cannot claim to be. You cannot claim to be dedicated. Without studying, without studying, you can't claim to be a dedicated person. Because knowledge for you to grow, to, for, for you to be relevant in, in this life, you must be a person of knowledge. Let's look at Daniel chapter 9, verse 12, 2. Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. If you are there, you can read for us because of our time. Daniel chapter 9, verse 2 says, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of years wherefore the word of God came to Jeremiah the prophet that he will accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Daniel was, he was a man of books. He was someone that was adding knowledge to knowledge. And he was reading one day. And he was, he started, he was in the book of Jeremiah. And he saw where it is written in Jeremiah. That, that God will accomplish 70 years of the solution of Jerusalem. When he saw the 70 years, he saw, and when he saw that it was 70 years that God said, he calculated, he saw that the 70 years has passed. And he started praying. And before I know it, deliverance of Jerusalem came. But assuming it was not a person of studying, how will he know that 70 years have been accomplished already? We must be someone that seeks knowledge after knowledge. Because knowledge is what distinguishes people. 
It is what you know that will distinguish you from your peers. It is what will distinguish you from your group. Your knowledge is very important. It is what you apply in the days of trouble. Let's endeavor to study. If any other, if you don't have any other book, at least we have the Bible to study. Because there is no dead world that will open our eyes. Because when our eyes is open, the devil cannot deceive us again. Because what the devil takes, what the devil take advantage mostly. It's our ignorance. How committed are you to the work you are doing? The work you are doing, the physical, the work you are doing, physical work you are doing. How committed are you? Because we are in the world of competition. There is no, there is no, there is nothing you are doing that nobody else is not doing. There is nothing you want to do that nobody, some people have not done before. What will make other, what will make the customers to patronize you and leave the other person? Will be how dedicated are you in that your job? And now, and now, excellent are you in that job? A lot of people think they can just be doing things the way they used to do before. For instance, now the world has gone digital. Almost all the things we do now is done on the internet. Even the church we are doing now, COVID-19 pushed it into the internet. Okay. And today we see how some people that does not even understand it. And now can you when when millions are we will see people just patronizing people that that, that are there and just leaving you aside. Science and technology, especially internet, has made everything available for us at our fingertips. If you want to ask any question, you may not even need to go and look for anybody. You can just press the question on the Google. And uh, you have many answers to it. And which you can apply to your life and your life will be better. How dedicated are you in your past physical work? Because competitions are here and are everywhere. And people are there to take other people's customers. And customers are even going to anywhere they can get quick service and instant service. 
I dedicated at the youth in the work God has committed into your hands. In terms of spiritual works. No. Because we can't talk about physical work without talking about spiritual work. Because the spiritual controls the physical. The spiritual controls the physical. There is nobody that you see that excel physically. That has not, first of all, excel spiritually. There is nobody that, that, will, that will go up physically. That has not gone up spiritually. Anything you see that happened in the physical, the person has gone up spiritually. How committed are you in this spiritual work God has given you? It can be one little thing that God has given you. I remember when we were very young. I used to come to church like this, these little children like this. But I, as a little boy, I used to observe one woman. In our church, then. Mm-hmm. She's the one that usually sweep all the old church. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, one will come for catechism. Mm-hmm. You will be the one who will see her cleaning the church. Mm-hmm. When will we now grow up? Because I know our children, all of us, we are very young. And I see that the children of those, that particular woman, they were different from other people's children. When other children are struggling to get some seats in certain things, the children of this woman, they are just getting it easily. You may think that spiritual work is a very simple thing. It's not, it's nothing. Our God is a rewarder of those that gently seek it. He cannot forget the labor of your love. He can never forget every single contribution you are making. Whether men tell you thank you or not. Your thank you is not their thank you that even that would add anything to you. If I say, ah, God bless you, thank you, you are doing this. Does it mean to happen to you? I think God sees you and says, thank you, my son and daughter. For what, for what you are and you why it is God that our God that will say it is invisible. And he's the one that will that sees all the things we are doing. Whether we are whether in the open or in the secrets. Because most of the spiritual works you see they are done in the in the private. I used to tell people. 
Anytime I see big men of God, and they begin to perform miracles on the pulpit. And they begin to heal the sick and do all that. And begin to see all kinds of things. Those things, what is causing them to do those things? There are those things that are done in the secrets. When nobody sees it. All what is finding that to do what is in the physical. They are, they are done in the secrets. When you are not there, when I am not there. But when you have done that in the secret, it's God. God will not desire to what to honor you openly. God will honor us openly in the mighty of Jesus. God will lift us high in the mighty of Jesus. They are committed are you. Bible talked about Daniel. Bible says Daniel had the excellent spirit in him. He has excellent spirit inside of him. Bible says Daniel served under four kings. Daniel is of Babylon, four kings of Babylon. And each one that came, they always appoint Daniel. Because excellent spirit was inside of him. Because Daniel was a man that is dedicated to the work. How dedicated are you? I will always tell you that this space, there's always space at the top. And there is space at the top. If you discipline yourself very well and you, uh, and you sacrifice enough, you will get to that top. Because the top, there's always space at the top. That's why when you look at organogram of organization, there is always few people at the top. And many at the at the bottom line. Why is there always space at the top? Because very few have paid the sacrifice to be at that top. If you pay that sacrifice, if you are ready to sacrifice and discipline yourself you will get to that top you will see that that top there is always space there how dedicated are you? because you are going to that top in the mighty of Jesus what you need is for you to just be committed to that assignment God has given to you and will separate yourself from those things that will hinder you from getting from achieving that assignment you must take that decision one day I took that decision. I said, no, I'm no longer following this guy. I'm no longer living this life again. And I, 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 I took that step. And today, all of us are enjoying it.
Take that decision today. If you are diligent enough, that officer is available for you. Anything you are dedicated and committed to will definitely grow. Anything you are dedicated to and committed to. As you continue to be dedicated to it, and you are committed to it, I don't see that you are making effort to grow in it. God sees that you are making effort. God one day God will speak a word to you. I say, my son, do it this way. My daughter, do it this way. Do it and when you just do it that way, you just see results beyond your own dreams. How dedicated are you? How dedicated are you? Mark chapter 4, verse 30 to 32. Mark chapter 4, verse 30 to 32. Let's read what God has to us has for us there. And he said, Take heed that you do not fall into temptation. Where shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sowed in the earth, is less than all the seed that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all herbs, and shoots out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. all of a sudden, we grow it. Bible says, shoot it out old branches. And it became the best of the air. Came and began to take shoes under, under And that is how the work God has committed to your hand will grow. When you are committed to it, when you are committed to it, when you are committed, you see growth. That is that you think that it cannot feed you. I will begin to feed you. I will feed your family. I will feed every extended family. I will feed a lot of people. I feed a lot of people. That was something you think that that was How committed are you? 
I committed are you so that's what God has committed to your hands because that's what God has committed to your hands it is bound to grow and when it grows it will surprise you yourself I see God delivering us in the mighty of Jesus anybody under the yoke of bondage that is loose in the mighty of Jesus every power of darkness that is holding us oh if we have been delivered from it right now in the mighty of Jesus life can be very tedious when one does not have Christ, when one is under a bondage, but I can tell, I can assure you, when that bondage is loosed, that qualification you think is very small. That little job you think you do is very small, your hand. will begin to take you places. I committed that we. I committed that we. I committed that we to our faith. I committed that you we to our faith. Because uh, we need to build our faith. Jesus said we should build our faith. Because Jesus categorize several categories of faith. He saw a particular faith and said, hey, how little is your faith? And he saw on that faith say, how great, say how great, great is great is thy faith. A woman approached Jesus I said, Jesus, come and hear my daughter. Jesus told her, oh. He said, we cannot give the children food to the dogs. The woman told Jesus, if sometimes the dogs eat the, the strong that comes from the master. Jesus said, Great is thy faith. He said, For that, your children, your daughter is healed. We need to build our faith. Once we become born again, once you start coming to church, a measure of faith is given to you. But you are not to relax on that measure of faith. But you need to start to build it. So that you need to be committed to your faith and build it. So that you can be able to take on the lions of this world. The tigers of this world. So that when they confront you, you can be able to stand your ground and defeat them. If your faith is little, Bible says you are surely to be weary. On the day of battle, Jude chapter 1, verse 3. 
Jude chapter 1 verse 3. Jude. Jude chapter 1 verse 3. Let's look at what Apostle Jude was telling us in that particular place. Jude chapter 1 verse 3. He said, Beloved, when I gave when I gave diligence to write unto you common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. We should earnestly contend for the faith which was delivered to the saints. What kind of faith was delivered to the saints? What kind of faith was delivered to the saints? The saints be referred to here, they are, they are the twelve apostles and the disciples of Jesus. He said, we should earnestly contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints. What was the level of faith given to the, to the saints? Let me give you the level of the faith. Peter was and one of the apostles went to worship in the sanctuary. And he saw a man lame that was usually brought to, to the beautiful gates. And the woman was looking at them to receive us from them. Put his hand inside his pocket. I told the man, Silver and gold, I have nothing to give you. But as I have, I will give up to you. In the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. And immediately, and the man begins to walk. And he joined them in the service. That was the level of faith that was given to the saints. That's the kind of faith Apostle Jude was telling us to what? To contend for. We are not to rest until we have this kind of faith. That we can we can set to the lead, to the lead, stand up and
But Bible says the kind of faith that was delivered to the saints. Was the one that was able to watch, to raise the dead and heal the sick. Bible recorded that people a lot of a lot of a lot of people were laying on the streets. They laid them on the streets. So that the shadow of Peter might touch them. Because a lot of people were healed as a result of the shadow of Peter. That is kind of faith we should contend for. We must not relax our faith. Because it is possible. 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 It is possible.
Committed to our faith to build it up. Shadrach, Mitchell, and Abednego. They were people that were committed to their faith. Bible recorded in Daniel chapter, Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Daniel chapter 3. Verse 16 to 17. Talk to us about Shedrach, Mitchell, and Abednego. Shedrach, Mitchell, and Abednego. How they were able to build their faith to the extent of approaching death and not be afraid. And they were not afraid. Let's read what they said in verse 16. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16. He said, Shadrach, Mitchell, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, 
We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from this burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of sin and O king. But if not, be it known unto the O king that we will not serve thy God nor worship the golden image which thou have set. Have you exercised our faith to the extent that no anybody, no, no idea that is offered to us that we will that we, that we bow before? And you refuse. And the consequences is that. Are you ready to, to be committed to that, God? Because when you are committed to your faith, God will show himself mighty for you. And begin to see the wonders happening in your life. That you don't need to even labor. The Bible says labor to entitle thy rest. For they are sick to work, those who have entered into distress. They are seized from what those who have, who have entered into his face. No, for that is shared and that government is seen now. Labor to enter into his face. Most shared and that is one who is seen now. Most shared and that is one who is seen now. Only what is one who is seen now. What about the what about the oh oh seen now? What about the one who is seen now? Ah, what you want to say? That is one who is seen now. Most shared and that is one. I'm going to talk to you. What about the one who is seen now? What they want to say? That is one. Those that have entered the rest, they are not labor again. When you have labor to serve God, you will enter into some rest. That you will not need to even labor. Angels will be the one to labor for you. You will see men be to labor for you. Because there is a rest you enter, you know that there is no more labor. Things will begin to work by itself. Things, since they post me to this church, I have never even labored for anything. It's God that is doing everything by himself. It's God that is doing all your work by himself. Because when you labor to enter into his rest, God will begin to fight your battle. Dedication is a sign of greatness. When you see someone that is dedicated to his work, watch out for that person. That person is going high someday. Watch out for anybody that is dedicated to his work. Watch out for such a person. Mark him. 
That person is going high. You will see me in high places one day. We must be dedicated to our work. They, anybody you see, they have to beg to come and do his work. That person can never go far. Maybe you work, you work in the office. They have to be for calling you every morning. Uh, uh, where are you now? It's nine o'clock already. You are not here. You now be saying, oh, it is traffic. Oh. It is go slow. Watch out for that person. He's not going anywhere. Yes to come. He's not going anywhere. Because that person is not dedicated to his job. If I have an appointment at Aja by 6 o'clock and I live in this Abileroko, I will get to Aja at 6 o'clock and I will, live at this, I, will live, I will live in I will live this area that morning. There was, there's even one work we used to do in court. <laughs> they call it execution. If you want to go and chase a tenant out of a house, you have to go there very early in the morning. So that when the person is there. <laughs> that, not only where the person is living in Lagos, Anywhere is living in Lagos. You know, you know, Aja is part of Lagos. Even in Bajuleki is part of Lagos. Sometimes they may need to go and just turn and stay away from there. And people that are going to just turn and they are living in Abuleki. And they have to go and just turn and stay away in Bajuleki. And they have to be there by six. They don't need to teach you. Before you know, that person must make effort to be there by six o'clock to chase that person away. If you are not a diligent type, you can't work in that kind of department. You can't work in that kind of department. How diligent are you to your work? Because diligent is a, diligent is a hallmark of greatness. When you see someone that is diligent in what he's doing, he will sooner or later that person will what will go will go will go high. You see that person in high places. How diligent are we in keeping our body? Because Bible says, let's look at First Corinthians chapter six. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. Because you can't be diligent in other area. And leave the and leave some areas alone. Because in any area you, you live alone. It's where the devil would like to take hold. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. He said, What? The Bible said, What? No, you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, 
which is which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own. Your body is not of you, it's not yours. Once you become born again, your body is no longer yours. It has become the temple of the Holy Spirit. He has become the dwelling place of God. You can't just do it anyhow. You can't just say, I can be sleeping around. And be doing whatever I like with my body. Uh, because uh, because uh, now nah, it's my body. No, 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 no. That kind of body cannot excel. See anybody that is excelling in the work of the ministry. No, most of them, not all, most of them, they keep their body holy. Because the Holy Spirit dwells in your body. And it is not yours. You, you have been bought over by God. And, and that body becomes God. You can only use it to glorify God. And not any other thing. You can't be building your life. Building your business. Building your finances. Building your knowledge and understanding. Building your spirit, future life. And you refuse to build your body. And think, oh, I can do whatever I like. No, you can't do whatever you like with your body. It is the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. That is why Apostle Paul was admonishing us. He said, no, you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you. And you are not of your own. You, are, you don't own your body. You have to use your body for God to lead you where He wants you to go, to guide you where He wants to use you, to use you to speak whenever He wants you to speak. Do you know how many people have gone to the station to read?
Do not bother what you are, you are going to say. Ah, for your thing, also. Say what you say, we put inside your mouth. Well, you are also, I love you, but that person was the son that has dedicated his body to God. God will use us for greatness in the mighty name of Jesus. God will use us for greatness in the mighty name of Jesus. But no matter what God has committed to our hands, we must make sure that we work on it. We must develop it. Because it may be a monster seed. But when it begins to grow, it will be greater than it will be, it will be a huge tree that many many birds will come and take shield under it. How to be dedicated as you close? How to be dedicated as you close? You have to make a decision. Decisions. You have to make a decision. To what to be dedicated to that assignment. Some people have difficulty making decisions. They can't say, oh, I can't, I'm no longer going this way. Decision making is very important. It is one day I made that decision. That I'm going to they separate myself from those my friends and start following God. And be committed to my assignment. You have to take a decision. I say, oh, from today onward, I will be, I will separate myself from what is derailing me from serving God. I will separate myself from what is distracting me from serving God. And I will begin to follow God wholeheartedly. And before you know it, and you see yourself being used mightily for God. You have to follow your decision that you have made. Because it is one thing to make a decision. It is another thing to follow that decision. When you make that decision, when you have made the decision, you then you must follow it. Don't allow anything to distract you. Don't allow anything to distract you. Sometimes you make decisions. Some of the things you say you will not do. There are some people who come and come and start to distract you. They are called distractors. They will come and say, ah. Are you, I remember my friend those days. You say, ah, ah. You say you are not drinking again. Take one bottle now. One bottle will not do you anything. Take one bottle. One bottle will not do anything. You have to avoid them totally so that you can be focused on what God is telling you. You have to face the challenges that are coming because when you start taking that part, you definitely face some challenges that will want to distract you. They will say, as those challenges will be so tedious. It may be from men. It may be from people you trust. It may be from pastor self. I've seen people that say, that say I've seen people that say, ah, 
I'm not going to that church again. I'm not even following Jesus again. That pastor is this, his pastor, that pastor is that. That brother is this, that brother is this. That is why Jesus said we should make Jesus cast our focus. Say, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of all Because you are not to look unto man. You are not to look unto anybody. Because anybody you are looking unto. They are human beings that you are not. They can disappoint you. But when you pay Jesus your focus, Jesus can never disappoint you. Those challenges can come in several forms. It can come in, see, sometimes it can be in form of finances. That is why I, I, I said in my mind, any church I will pastor. I will never tell anybody to bring money by God. Because when you tell people to bring money, they may not have money at that time. You have seen some people, because they say, ah, oh yeah. All of you are in this church. All of you must contribute one thousand. We want to use for social assortment. Maybe the person you are saying telling to bring one thousand. He may not have he may not have one hundred in his pocket. And you are telling to bring one thousand. The person can just say, we cannot judge this video. I'm not going again. Why you are the why you are telling me to bring one thousand? There are some people that can even all of one person can do the entire five thousand. For every project, so, and you are telling about the new one thousand. That kind of thing can describe the person from coming to church. So, whatever the challenge you want to, they might be facing you. You must bring it to God in prayer. As you continue to bring it to God in prayer. You see there is being delivered. Bible says something. Because God is doing things in our midst now. Bible says Jesus Christ was preaching. Our Bible says Jesus Christ was preaching. The power of God was present. To heal the people. Yes, you are here right now. The power of God is moving like this. And the silly people are here. Be permanent in the mighty of Jesus, and it shall be permanent in the mighty of Jesus. We must face those challenges, and those challenges will bring it to God. As you bring them to God, one day God will give you an idea. I say, do it this way, do it that way, and that will be the end of the challenge. And God, I see God releasing, deliver, 
the easy solution to approach. Yes, 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 Another thing we, we, we must learn is that we must learn from those who have succeeded in what we are trying to achieve. We must learn from those who have achieved who have achieved those things we want to achieve. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 12 Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 It says Be ye not slothful Be ye not slothful But be followers of them Through faith and patience or inherit the promise. Obtain the promise. We must learn from those who have obtained what we are to or what we are trying to obtain. You can say you can approach them and try to listen to their preaching. Or, or approach them for counseling. And say, how, how have you how do you achieve this? How do you achieve that? And before we know it, they, they are counseling and with the help of the Holy Spirit. You say we achieve what you are, you achieve what you achieve. I see God releasing grace upon us in the magnet. I see God releasing grace upon us in the magnet. Let's clip you on our feet.